Welcome to the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show, the weekly mental ed show for high achieving women professionals. Good morning. Welcome back to the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show. I'm so glad that you are here again today for another episode. And today we are talking about making sound decisions under emotional pressure. (sighs) Yes, I am so excited. So this episode is something so near and dear to my heart and I can't wait. I can't wait to unpack it with you. So just take a big, deep breath. And just really get grounded in what this episode is going to deliver to you today. Sound decision-making is something that I was never good at. I think looking back on my childhood, I realized that I struggled for so many years to make decisions because I had them always made for me, or I was so insecure that I was going to make the wrong decisions. That's one thing that my oldest Brody is going through right now. He always questions Brian and I with, well, what do you think, mom? Or what do you think, dad? Or right, mom? And so what we're trying to do as parents is really equip him with the independence, with the autonomy to say, this is what I think, and here's why. And so I'll turn that around on him and say, what well, does Bernie doesn't matter what I think. What do you think? And so helping his brain flip that and, and create the response that he is assertive in and assure of. And that's something that I wish I had growing up. Cause I think it would have saved me a lot of pain, a lot of heartache. <laughs> I would have learned assertiveness so much sooner, but Hey, we all learn the things we're supposed to learn in the way. And in the time we're supposed to learn them. So even if it took me over 30 years to learn this, I don't care because I learned it and now I'm here now to share it with you. Doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, how young you are, this message is for you today. So let's talk about the importance of sound decision making. This skill is crucial for leaders. I know that you are here in the podcast world at Blossom Leadership because you're a leader because you have situations, you have teams, you have, um, you know, things that you are cultivating in your personal and professional life that require you to make decisions. And newsflash, we are all making decisions every single day on a regular basis. And those decisions can either positively or negatively impact your personal and your organizational outcomes. And that is why it's crucial for you to understand that when you experience heightened emotions, they can cloud your judgment over time. They can introduce biases or potentially lead you to making suboptimal decisions or suboptimal outcomes. So an example is if you are saying yes to everything in your life because of people pleasing because of fear, because of wanting to be liked by everybody, because of not feeling worthy enough. What, what happens you begin to have terrible judgment. You begin to become stretched so thin that you can't really tell 
right from wrong because you're so in the thick of it all. And if I'm being totally transparent, this was my story, right? 2022, 2023, two of the hardest years of my entire life were the point where I was stretched so thin and pulled in so many different directions that the judgment, the way I saw things, the decisions that I made was just like, yes, 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 without gut checking my moral values, without gut checking what is the best possible outcome here, right? So it can cloud and make us have terrible judgment if we are constantly under emotional pressure or emotional strain, okay? Another example of this that just came to me in my own life is when we moved to Washington, the dynamics in our house, it shifted um, a lot, right? So in Alaska, I was working outside of the home one day a week and really spent so much of my time, you know, building my online company and tending to our home, homemaking. And when we moved to Washington, it completely flipped, right? So now I was working outside of the home full time and I brought that we were literally, I felt like we were in survival. I thought like we were fight or flight all the time for almost two years because we got in this cycle where we didn't know how to get out. And so in that, I brought this really aggressive testosterone, mm, very masculine energy of survival, essentially. But we didn't have anything to survive against. Like we, we weren't facing tigers. We weren't, you know, extreme life circumstances. Like there was nothing to be in survival mode about. I was just stuck in it and couldn't get out of it and didn't realize it. And so I brought that really intense energy home. And then it shifted the role dynamics at home. So I started to lead in ways at home where I shouldn't be leading. I started to pull and push in ways at home that were completely off balance to what is true to our roles in which Brian and I have defined for our household. And again, it was that judgment of mine over time that got skewed. It was that judgment of mine that was so compressed by emotional pressure and by emotional strain that the micro decisions I was making on a regular basis, time and time and time, pulled me further and further and further away from that true north. So that's why it's so important for all of us to understand emotional pressure and looking at the common emotions that leaders like you and I face, because when we can delve into the spectrum of these emotions that we commonly experience, we can better recognize them and better stop them, mitigate them, change them in ways that are more positive and help us to be better decision makers because everything in your life falls back on a decision. We are always making decisions every single day, some little itty bitty decisions and some massive decisions and everything in between. And if our judgment gets impaired from that emotional stress, from that emotional strain, you slowly begin to derail from your true north. So let's look at some of these common emotional factors. Number one, it's stress. 
So being able to unpack the, the stress of decision-making and looking at how it's impacting your life. Okay. So stress is something that we are so good at carrying, at harboring, at stuffing, emotional stress, physical stress, relational stress, workplace stress, internal stress. And all of a sudden it's like, we're working against our own body. We're working against our own mind, our own soul. And we have so many pillars of stress and we can't get out of it. And so that stress over time begins to be our new baseline. And it's all we know. But what if you could slowly begin to release that stress and recognize that stress? So the pressure doesn't build, which is the second point here is the pressure, the weight of the responsibility and the expectations that you encounter on a daily basis can highly impact your decision-making process. What pressures are you under and how are you handling that pressure? When you can recognize the pressure, you can flip that pressure so you can be assertive in it and not let it overtake you, but you to truly grab the bull by the horns and be effective in how you are progressing through it. So it doesn't completely derail you, but rather you are in control of your emotional response, of your internal state of being, okay? The other trigger that I see so many leaders struggle with is confidence and doubt. So there is this interplay, this interlock between confidence and doubt and how both of these emotions can shape your choices. And oftentimes we put on this mask, this front that we are confident, but on the inside, it is this silent struggle with this lack of confidence, this lack of self-worth, this lack of abundance and love and true prosperity from the inside out. And when we internally struggle with that confidence, we begin to doubt ourselves. We begin to doubt others. But all the while, the, the confidence mask is on the outside and everything's okay but it's not. And then it builds into the frustration. Okay. So then frustration arises and we, we have all these unforeseen, you know, challenges or hiccups or things that happen, which in reality, they, they happen every day to all of us, but, but you're not handling them well. And so instead of handling them, them well, they become these big problems and these big boulders that build in your life which then can compound into fear. So the fear of failure, the fear of adverse outcomes, the fear of your ability to make bold decisions because you have all of these layers, all of these layers. But then you're also on this journey and really exciting things are happening. So you hit the promotion, you, you, you advance here, this really cool thing happens, but you can't feel anything. So you're numb. Again, if this sounds very familiar, you're not alone. In fact, all of these areas, friends, I struggled with. I struggled with all of these areas and I didn't even know it. I thought everything was okay on the surface. But once I started to dig underneath the surface, I realized that I wasn't okay. 
and things weren't okay. And this actually um, is the first time I've shared this, but it, I mean, it just kind of came to me and I'd love to share it here on the podcast world is that, you know, kind of at the peak of this, um, the peak of the pitfall, but also the biggest blessing that's happened in my life because it's radically changed everything about me, who I am, our family, like everything is, you know, this, this thought that it all happened, you know, not, not like from one moment, it was years and years and years of me stuffing and me not taking care of myself and me searching for that external validation. And what honestly makes me cringe, but also makes me have so much compassion. Uh, let me rewind that. It doesn't make me cringe. It kind of does, but I have to move through that and work through that and have compassion for myself because to be in a spot where you're so public, right? And teaching and training and speaking, but something feels off on the inside. Like you're like, I was teaching all these things and I'm like, God, like, why am I still struggling with this? If I'm teaching this, but I'm not feeling this on the inside. And that was my biggest wake, wake up call when things didn't feel the way I would teach them and I would help all these women. But for my own self, I'm like, why is, what's, what's wrong with me? Why are I feeling this? What? Why? I'm the leader here. I'm the teacher here. I'm the one on stage trying to, you know, help thousands and millions of, of women and leaders. But yet here I am off the stage and nobody knows this battle I'm walking through. And so it was in that profound moment that I realized I have to get help. And so I did. And it's so beautiful to be on the other side now to realize the impact our emotions can it have on can have on that decision making? Okay, so I I'm gonna save this for part two. I'm gonna leave you on a cliffhanger. I'm sorry, I love you guys, but we're gonna come back next week for part two. Uh huh. This is gonna be good. We're gonna go over strategies for managing these emotions and the impact of emotions on your decision-making. That was an abrupt end to our podcast. And I'm kind of digging this intuitive walk of, I don't want to give too much away right now. I want, this was, this was such a deep podcast that I want you to think about it. I want you to chew on it. I want you to re-listen to it. I want you to journal about it. I want you to tag me on social on the gram. And let me know how this impacted you. Let me know on the show notes if you leave a review on iTunes. And then next week, come back and we're going to listen to part two about the impact of decision-making and what you can do to relax your nervous system and really press into being a strong decision-maker. All right, I'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to part two of emotional impact of decision-making. So we're going to dive right in because I know so many of you are on the edge of your seats, seats <laughs> waiting for this. So looking at the profound impact that decisions and emotions have together. 
So last week, we looked at the impact that emotions can have on your decision making and how easy it is for judgment to be clouded. What I want to dive in first with today is if you let those emotions take over, there are a few things. What do I have here? One, two, three, four, five, five. I listed five things that can get in the way if you let your emotions take over, okay? This is the impact that, the negative impact that emotions have on your decision-making. And that first is a cognitive bias. So this is your ability, or I should say the inability for you to evaluate the information or the evidence effectively so that your decision it can be flawed. It can be skewed to a certain outcome without you looking at all of the evidence of all of the factors. That is a cognitive bias and it can be clouded or skewed certain ways when your emotions are running the show. The second thing, when your emotions are running the show, the show you can be way more impulsive and not deliberate. So if you are emotionally strained, if you are emotionally stressed, you're going to have this internal tension that's pulling at your heartstrings, that's pulling at your mind, that's pulling at your brain power, and you're going to you're going to respond reactively instead of being present and grounded and focused and assertive. And so we want to get to a space where you're not driven by emotions, but rather your ability to be thoughtful, to be deliberate, and to be precise in your decision-making. The third thing is your risk perception. So this can skew your ability to take risks effectively, and you can either be an impulsive risk taker without thinking about calculating the risks, the pros and cons, the advantages or the pitfalls, or you could completely shut down and avoid them altogether, even though they could be a total blessing or a total boost to what you're doing. So that risk perception, again, can get totally skewed. The fourth thing we're looking at is communication dynamics. So have you ever tried to communicate to somebody when your emotions are hot? <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work well. Because when that communication happens or doesn't happen, the emotions fly high. The words come out that you don't want to come out and you can't take back. So communication dynamics between communication with yourself, right? You'll have more negative self-talk. Communication with your teams, communication with your family, with your friends, all of these things truly impact when, truly are impacted in a negative manner when you are pressed from the emotional strain, okay? And the last thing I thought of here was looking at that long-term versus short-term focus. We have a tendency, if our emotions are spinning and our emotions are running high, to focus on immediate fires and impulsive fires that we don't need to be focusing on. We want to have a balance between what is going on now and what is that long-term bird's eye vision and how can I find this dance between the two? Because if our days are filled with fires, other people's fires, our fires, listen, we have amazing family friends and 
we were at a fire station once with them. And he told me that, what did he say? Something along the lines of emergencies, right? And for us to be able to show up calm and centered and grounded, we can't, we can't take on other people's emergencies because then we can't be there to help, right? It's the same thing in our days. We can't take on other people's fires and emergencies and urgencies because then we panic or our own emergencies, right? We have to be able to discern how do we show up grounded, assertive, present with the tools and you have the tools and you're learning the tools because you're here, okay? So we have to understand these dynamics. It's crucial for you as a leader to navigate emotional influences, to foster a more balanced, effective decision-making process and to be grounded in this. And so one of the one of the most practical ways that you can do this is to a emotionally label. Okay. So if you are a client of mine, or if you are interested in our upcoming series called unmasked, we will be covering all of this. Um, shoot me a message on Instagram, title it unmasked or shoot me an email and I will add you to our unmasked waitlist. but your ability to emotionally label, to recognize what emotions you're having and having that self-awareness first is key before we can pull out any tool. We got to get it out there first, emotionally labeled. And then what we're going to do is we're going to build emotional resilience. And what we, what we, what I love to help people do, um, leaders do with this is learning how to chill out an exhausted nervous system. Because if your nervous system is always wiring, always firing, always shooting, you're going to be exhausted. You're going to be firing on hot emotions. So I'm going to share with you three super practical strategies that will chill out your nervous system and help your emotions stay grounded and more effective in making decisions and feeling better from the inside, okay? So the first is called PMR. It is progressive muscle relaxation. This is you being able to relax different muscle groups. It is a technique that helps to release physical tension and can contribute to overall relaxation. So I'm going to be helping all of our clients walk through this and how to set this up for yourself. But if you are able to go to a space in your house or at the gym or in the sauna or wherever, and just work through different muscle groups and to tell yourself to relax, to release, and to let it go. Muscle group by muscle group, with your arms, with your legs, with your chest. And you can just imagine that tension letting go and melting. It's a really good place to start. The second you've heard of, but are you practicing it? Mindful breathing. So being able to encourage slow, deep breaths, Focusing on your inhalation, your exhalation um, is huge. Breath work is huge. I have been, let me pull up my phone, you guys, obsessed with Insight Timer. If you don't have that app, I highly recommend it. And they have different breath work sessions on there and they have been gold. 
and really great music helps to relax, refocus, and totally breathe. Okay. And, and incorporate that throughout your day, like multiple times throughout your day. The third one, the last one, I love this one, is a warm bath or a shower. This is such a quick, immediate gratification and an immediate response to relax the nervous system. A warm shower or a warm bath, it, it can immediately promote relaxation by increasing your blood flow and to help tired muscles, stressed muscles, tense muscles. I even love to add calming scents like lavender essential oil or eucalyptus essential oil um, in my shower or in the tub to help that aromatherapy and a little extra sensory um, feedback, sensory input to really calm, okay? So practice one, two, or three of these strategies to help to alleviate that physical and mental fatigue and to help your nervous system to relax more because when you can relax that more, and this is just the tip of the iceberg, okay? But when you can relax that nervous system more, you have better ability to not only generate a calm nervous system, but to hone the decision-making skills because you're grounded, okay? And then from there, you're more assertive. You're more self-aware. You're more present with your own emotions and your own body. And it, it all ripple effects from there. It's how you become a really strong leader and not a leader who is stressed, okay? All right, practice these tips, these strategies. I love you guys. If you love this, share it out on social. Tag me. I am at Dr. Jennifer Blossom. Uh, please, if you haven't, leave a rating and a review. It would be a huge salad, a huge blessing for me um, and our podcast team here to just hear what you think about the show. If you have show, show suggestions, um, leave us a comment there as well and then share it with your friends and family to get this message out there. All right, with all of that, I will see you back here next week, same place, same time for a upcoming series that you do not want to miss. Take care, friends, and have a great rest of your Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show. Remember, every week is an opportunity for you to grow the leader within. 